1: Can to do my Obama impression now? Yep. Are you recording? Yep. Uh, welcome uh, to the Wet Jeans Podcast. Uh, we have a wonderful uh, show for you today. Uh, we have an interview with draft pick to the New Jersey Devils, uh, Riley Walsh. Uh, I'm alongside Rob. Hey. Rob, thanks for uh joining me today. Mm-hmm. Even though you're the co host of the show.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Do you know the boner was invented by John Boner in um Really? Yeah, in sixteen twenty two. Uh, people weren't procreating anymore because Mm. sex wasn't working. It was just a bunch of... It broke? Yeah. It broke? It broke the... Yeah. And then... Because sex used to be... Before 1622, sex was just soft penises smashing into pussies. And then... uh, Are we going to leave that on here? Probably. No, we probably shouldn't. But then he went to the drawing board and he said there needs to be a better way. So he invented the boner... He me. He kind of created a, a way for the penis to get hard, and it just made more sense. It was sort of like everybody's penises was, were cars, and then he invented the limo. The limo is essentially a car with a boner, a bonerized car. That's why it's long. It's longer.
2: We're uh, we have a we have a pretty bad for we have a oh. I'm to redo that. We have a pretty bad show for you today. I drove to Los Angeles yesterday, six and a half hours, and I have to drive back today. So, drove here to record, and I'm going back after that.
1: You've pretty much been in LA as long as you've been in the car, or you will be in the car.
2: I had a really mature week this week, so I was a m- more mature guy in the situation, so I don't, I don't really care. I'll take that any day. I had a big moment this week. Explain what mature week means. Let's get this straight. If you tell other people to be mature, are you are you suggesting that you are mature all the time? Is that what they're suggesting? They're, yeah, they're saying that they're just mature they're more mature than you and they're mature all the time. But that's not true. They're a hypocrite. No. I, here's the thing. I'm mature when I need to be mature. That's a way bigger and better skill than being mature all the time. If you're mature all the time, that's not impressive. You're just stuck like that. If you're mature you're all the time, you're probably really boring. You're a boring idiot. Yeah. Me, I'm versatile. I need if I need to be mature, I can be mature. If I don't need to be, I don't. That's more. That's way more of a skill than being mature all the time. So, for example, like if I'm in my house, I could burp out loud, right? Yeah. But if I'm in the DMV, I'm probably not going to burp out loud, even though everyone else in the DMV is usually burping out loud. It usually smells like a burp. People are usually pissing themselves. Dragon bar, but I know I realize. Okay, I'm in the DMV. I'm gonna be. I'm selective. I'm gonna be mature in here, even though I'm the only one. in The DMV not burping out loud.
1: And essentially, if you have to be mature in a situation, usually that situation is boring. Like like when you're the when you're having the most fun, you're not being mature. No, ever. So if you're mature all the time, you're essentially just boring all the time. And mature being mature is a sliding scale. Like, what does that even mean? What,
2: what does that mean? Like settling down. You wake up at a certain time every day. Yeah. Fuck you, yeah, you're you, an idiot. Yeah, you. A big part of growing up and being mature is telling people that you don't like their tone. Yeah, that's a huge part of being mature. I realize that. Like, you don't. Somebody could literally say, "Like, I'm gonna murder your family," and if you, your response is, "Well, I don't like your tone." You are mature as shit. You're more mature. That's the more. I'm not a huge banana guy, but if a banana is bruised, like I seriously, I don't want, if it's like a little bit brown, like I don't want anything to do with it. And there's actually a huge revelation. There was one more banana left. There was a little bruised. Like I want to have banana. I'm like, listen, if I can like, if I can eat ass, like what's a bruised banana? That's true. Right. Like, and I literally just said, fuck it. And I ate the bruised bananas the first time, like, in my life.
1: That's, a, yeah, I mean, when you put things into perspective like that, you can pretty much eat sand off the ground. Yeah. I have a, I have a HBT, a high uh, bruise tolerance for bananas. So, like, it, I don't, for me. What does that mean? Like, I, it, I'll just, it, it can be really bruised and I'll still eat it. I don't really care. Really? I, I was never like that. I rarely, there's really something I won't put in my mouth. Tweet that. <laughs>
2: Uh, yeah, so I'm in Los Angeles. We're surrounded by marijuana, literally. I got here yesterday, and there was a knock on the door. Andy, was, you weren't here yet, and I was. I was like...
1: I'm just super irrelevant. Oh, were you here? Yeah, I was sitting on the couch. Oh. I was actually right next to you. I'm not even kidding.
2: Oh. Well, there was a knock on the door, and I was like, oh, like some, like someone's coming over. And it's just a guy delivering a huge bag of weed. That's all it is. I knew I knew it was a thing, but I didn't know. I didn't. I've never seen it. It's pretty. It's pretty
1: awesome when you see it for the first time because it's just like you can drive like thirty miles, maybe not thirty, but like you can drive not that far away, and it's completely illegal. You know, the U.S. needs to be split into like four different countries, a hundred percent.
2: Yeah, you know what I was thinking though. Why? Why can you get a flu shot at Walgreens, but you? But weed was illegal. Like, come on, like. Walgreens, stop trying to sell me a flu shot. Like I'm here to get a Gatorade, maybe some pizza rolls. I'm not letting some guy named Jeff stick a needle in my arm. Like that has a stained shirt, like just covered in spaghetti sauce.
1: Yeah, how does some dude that gets paid hourly wages? How does he have the free will to just hand out flu shots? Like I never understood
2: that. They they try to upsell you too. They're like, okay, Gatorade, uh, pizza rolls. Do you have a Walgreens card? Do you want a flu shot? What? No. That's insane. No, why that? That's legal. People can go stick needles in people with the flu in them in Walgreens, but but weed was illegal. It's, it's fucking it's out of control. There's no
1: rhyme or reason to any laws in this country. No, it's
2: so, not governed by reason. Government government is stupid. Enterprise will pick you up. Can I read that ad right now? Yeah. This podcast is brought to you by Enterprise. We will pick you up. Imagine coming up with that slogan. Some guy named Steve is like slouched in his chair in the office. No, it's I like
1: to I like to think it's uh, like some kid named Kyle. He's like the summer intern, but he only got the position because his dad uh, is like high up in the company. He's just like they're like Kyle, which you, you got to do something. What's the slogan? And he's just like fuck. He's stoned out of his mind. He's like, I don't know. We'll pick you up.
2: And, and like fuck twenty billion dollar company, Enterprises too. Yeah, but their slogan is. We'll pick you up, thanks enterprise um, oh, I forgot to mention speaking about the weed thing I tried out I tried out the c b d pen since everyone keeps talking about it, so like if people keep talking about stuff, I want to do it like I just want to try unless it's like heroin or something, and the guy in the smoke shop first of all, I hate going into smoke shops because we're me and the workers are on different frequencies. Like, the guy's like, do you want to get, like, super high or, like, super high? And I'm just like, like, what? Do you want uh, Activia or Stevia or uh, Delibria or? Like, dude, listen here. I'm just, I am go in. I'm like, hey, man, I want to try out the disposable, like, C D V pen. He's like, okay, well, what about this? Um, You can get this one with the honeycomb perk. It's a glass-on-glass downstem. So you just have the ice pinches. And then you just remove it from the honeycomb perch and you get extra smoke. Like when you – I'm like, dude, just, just fucking – just give me a goddamn CBD pen. You know? They do – I think they work though. The like CBD it. pens? Yeah, yeah. I like right? – I I don't know. It, it's just like you don't get stoned or anything but it just like relaxes you. And like usually like my muscles hurt and stuff and they just didn't. But the the guy, the shop worker was like, wait, do you like want to do this? Do you want to get like – like duper chill or like super chill? Wow. Like duper or like super?
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, he did that. <laughs> did he actually? He goes, Do you want cinnamon or peppermint? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that almost sounded like a dolphin towards the
2: end. I liked it. I said sorry. Can you say that again? And he goes, "Do you want cinnamon or peppermint?" <laughs> and then he like transitioned to a laugh. He's like, oh, 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 oh. and then I started laughing. I was like, oh, oh, oh. and then he's like, "Uh." Oh, 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 oh. You know what I was thinking in the moment when he was going, "Oh," GNC workers and smoke shop workers are like two different species of people. You walk into GNC, like I don't go there much, but when I used to work out like five or six years ago, the guy's like, yo, dude, you can get the pre-workout with the fucking BCAAs and you stack this on top of that supplement stack. And I'm like, dude, get the fuck out of my face, dude.
1: Just some dude with a tight GNC shirt and tight khakis that just like clearly just lifts, just does his glamour muscles like pecs and buys, and just – is trying to sell you his GNC products cuz he makes commission.
2: And smoke shop workers are like so much nicer people. They're like, yeah. "Yeah, whatever, man." Like the guy in the store, he's like, "Yeah, well, this one's more expensive, but I don't want to upsell you on it." Like yeah. he like the whole point is to make money. He's like, "Well, I don't want to like make you spend money." Cuz they're
1: so much more relaxed cuz people cuz dudes at GNC are on like creatine and steroids and are like yeah. punching h- holes in their stepdad's drywall all night.
2: Yeah, he's like, "Do you want to <laughs> do you want to renew your gold membership?" And I'm like, "Oh, no, man, I'm good." And He's like, "Fuck!" I'm like, dude, relax,
0: dude.
2: That's what he does. Like, this. There's water in this cup. I'm like, nah, man, okay. He's like, it's 10% off right now. I'm like, nah, dude, I'm okay. And he's just like, ah. One time I just said, I was like, nah, I really was just coming here for these.
1: I used to get these green tea pills because I used to think that I needed green tea. And he like one time he, uh, he was like, do you want to upgrade to this whey protein bullshit or whatever? And I said no, and then he just, he just grabbed me by the collar and he started punching my face like over and over again, and he just started headbutting me. Are you serious? Yeah, my face was uh, completely mangled, to look like Harvey Dent, and it was are just, you serious? yeah. And I I was in I was in the I was in the, I, know, I was on a hospital bed for like had to have been two to three years because did I was anything happen support. to him? Oh, I remember no, that. GNC's rules or the, the um, employees are allowed to beat the fuck out of you.
2: Holy shit! Yeah, if dude. you read the dude, terms mind. and agreements no, I'm sorry to hear that. That's crazy. No, it's okay. No, I'm, yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. It's fucking crazy. So, like, what did your parents step in, or did anything happen, or did you, did, you, did they give you store credit, or
1: I got store credit, nice. and I ended up so I ended up buying that whey protein thing you was trying to push.
2: Damn, that's crazy, dude. Yeah, that's something like people shouldn't joke about. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't like. I don't like to talk about it really. Yeah. Up next is our feature interview, Riley Walsh, Harvard hockey player, uh, New Jersey Devils. Can I say New Jersey right for once? Jesus. New Jersey Devils draft pick. And this interview is brought to you by mybookie.ag. Use code wetjeans at mybookie.ag for a motherfucking bonus.
1: All right. uh, For our next guest here, we have Riley Walsh, who is currently playing at Harvard University Hockey. Uh, Riley, thanks for coming on.
0: Yeah, thanks for having me.
1: So uh, just in terms of Harvard, uh, how did you decide on that? Because I know it's not a very good school academically, but they do have a good hockey team. So how did you just land on Harvard as your the school you wanted to attend?
0: Yeah, like I uh, started – the recruitment process like kind of end of my freshman year of high school and beginning of sophomore year kind of visited a couple schools um kind of being around new england area kind of wanted to go to school in the boston area so it was kind of around some of the beanpot schools and the boston schools but um i visited harvard and met with the coaches and obviously if i was smart like smart enough to get into harvard i figured i might as well go so uh somehow i made it and uh, got accepted, and you know, kind of the rest is this history, I guess.
1: So you didn't even go for hockey; you just got went for academics, and you're just like, "I'm already here, so I might as well try out for the team." <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, like coach said, no promises. So I said, like, might as well just go. You know, otherwise, I'll be a club hockey beauty. So figured, figured, might as well send it.
2: So, so Riley, like Boston is like ninety nine percent like full of guys riding around like in nissan altimas and white Sox hats like flipping people off so like what is that little section of harvard like is it a little bit more classy is it what is the atmosphere on campus
0: yeah definitely like i mean i got my back- backward snapback on with my headphones in all day so like <laughs> i don't really see many people on the way but you know when i look around every once in a while it's you know it's a it's a lot different than i'm used to and uh You know, it's tough. You know, I don't really fit in. And, uh, you know, I see a lot of different guys out there.
2: Yeah. So do you ever, like, feel overwhelmed by the rigors of, like, uh, a Harvard assignment? Because, I mean... I'm under the impression you can't really bullshit work. I mean, Harvard basically like is Wikipedia. Um, just quick example at ASU, I had to write a report on geology, and what I did was I just gave all of the the rocks like personalities. So I said like there was black rocks, like white rocks, Hispanic rocks. I actually did this, and the professor passed me by one point because he said it was funny. So I assume you can't do that at Harvard. So is anything like overwhelming academically there, and you're just like, holy shit, dude.
0: Yeah, like, a couple assignments, like, I'm in class, and teacher's talking about what's going on, and I feel like I'm the only guy in the class that has no idea what's going on, um, so there's that for, like, most of the class, but there'll be an occasional assignment where I, like, think I know what I'm doing, but, uh, usually the teacher just realizes that I shouldn't even be in the school, so, uh that (laughs) no but actually there's a couple (laughs) classes that are actually pretty hard and i struggle with them but they're just way over my head but it doesn't matter though you got
2: drafted you know i don't mean to cut you off but
0: uh for the most part it's actually not it's manageable for sure and there's definitely support with like advisors and like tutoring and stuff if you need it so it's definitely manageable but there's a couple classes that are just you stay away from them cuz they're just way over your head.
1: So, um, so so in terms of in terms of academics, what um what's uh, what's, what's your major?
0: Say that again. Sorry, <laughs> cut out. Uh,
1: what's your major?
0: Uh, I'm molecular and neurobiology science.
1: Whoa. I just had a seizure. Just even <laughs> trying to comprehend what that <laughs> means.
2: Um, yeah, I don't know. I was, I was a. Uh, we're both film majors, so like basically, you can apply like a dog to ASU for film school and you'll get in. But anyway, we're gonna like switch gears here. Um, so you were drafted by the New Jersey Devils. Um, how do you feel about going to a franchise where Marty Brodor played? Like, do his enterprise commercials make you feel like? You might like. You might want to pull a Jamie VC and just hold out for three years and switch teams, or does that really not really cross your mind?
0: No, like honestly, like my dream is to be in an enterprise commercial and like seeing that. Like they they have a feeding system almost to enterprise, so like that's Ooh. definitely the right spot for me. Um, I was, <laughs> you know, thinking about being a CarMax guy, but enterprise is really where it's at. I mean, they'll pick yeah. you up anywhere, so it, it's, it's pretty. It's kind of a no brainer.
2: It really – yeah, that's uh, – they do have a phenomenal system. It, it, phenomenal. They'll, they'll just pick you up. It doesn't matter. You could rob a bank and they'll pick you up. It's just fucking insane. We're just, uh, so, yeah. so even though you – so like we said, you were drafted by the Devils.
1: Uh, are you dead set on playing in the NHL or would you ever consider like a part-time job at Enterprise or anything like that? Are you like – is hockey your thing?
0: Like if Enterprise said like full-time and then like within my entry-level deal, like I could be – a Uh, a manager there like that's where i'm gonna go for sure but i mean i might as well like see how it goes and maybe live out my dreams and stuff but you know enterprise is what i need to be like i've already talked to their head regional scout and he he sees a bright future in me and the in this car salesman so we'll see how it goes there
2: that's an incredible journey uh speaking of college hockey What's your opinion on Johnny Walker? Um, you know, here's a guy who was snubbed at his NHL draft in 2013, and now he's in the in the NCAA. Um, do you think that he'll win the Ho- Hobie, ba- Hobie Baker? Because, um, you know, that will be a phenomenal comeback story. I'm going to say phenomenal a uh, lot. <laughs> but, you know, getting, getting snubbed at your 2013 NHL draft and then finally making it to the NCAA uh, like eight years later, do you think he's going to be in contention to win the Hobie Baker this year?
0: You know, I, I, I couldn't see him not being in contention. I mean, considering, you know, he's been around playing junior hockey for the past 12 years, I think he's definitely got the experience that uh, some other guys lack. Um, you know, I mean, I had, the, I had the ability to play with him and uh, in juniors for, for my uh, stint with the Chicago Steel, where they did win the championship. And uh, my time with Johnny was, was definitely uh, an experience that I'll never forget um he uh as you can see he's kind of a big deal now and uh leading college hockey and goals or whatever but um you know i think we both know the johnny the old johnny and uh you know deep down deep down there's uh there's some guy in there that's uh still a still a null plug at, at heart
2: um we wish him the best uh we're definitely not gonna have him on here yet i don't think he has enough uh even strength goals but maybe when he scores some even strength ones, he buries them. Uh, we'll have him on here. So um, yeah. and so just branching off the whole Massachusetts thing. So you grew up a
1: Boston Bruins fan, I'm assuming. So just when you, if you eventually play the Bruins, are you going to play hard against them? or you just like, or would you be a real Bruins fan and just turn around and put the puck in your own net?
0: Like, obviously, it depends on what, like, the over-under spread is, but, I mean, it definitely uh, it definitely will just have to be a game-time decision. I can see um, that. You know, uh, it, yeah, like, it just depends on how I'm feeling. Like, I might have to try, I might not. We'll, we'll kind of see how it goes, you know. It depends on, like, playoff picture and stuff, too. So I think it, it'd have to be a game-time decision for sure. But, um, yeah, definitely uh, definitely see how it goes.
2: So in, uh, in the 2016-2017 season at Proctor, you had 69 points nice. in 30 games. Uh, I'm seeing here in some game logs that you took like a crazy amount of short shifts here. Um, so as the season was winding down, did you intentionally pace yourself to land on 69? Or was that just a coincidence?
0: Like, to be honest, like, at the end of the game, like, I may or may not have had an open net to bury it. Uh, you know, to score a 70th, but, you know, I obviously wanted to stay at 69, but no, actually I had no real idea, I just looked, like, I looked at the thing, like, after the game, and I realized that I had 69 points, and I was like, well, that's kind of hilarious, so.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's unreal.
0: Um, It kind of just happened that way, it was definitely not planned, but kind of, kind of funny story that it ended like that.
2: I wonder if Ray Shiro will have anything to say about that. Ray Shiro's in New Jersey now, right? I have no clue. I don't know. Yeah, he'll probably like that. What's it like having verified social media accounts on campus? Like, that's got to be, like, do the ladies just kind of, like, drop what they're doing and kind of, like, wonder what you're up to? Like, yeah,
0: like, definitely, like, it's cool. Like, they put it on my library card. So, like, I definitely spend a lot of time in the library just, like, kind of showing everyone, like, Oh, like me I got a verified library card but like because obviously I'm like in there doing homework and stuff but it's you know it's uh it's pretty cool I guess like a couple of the other guys on the team are verified too so I mean they definitely they definitely like take a lot of the uh the popularity away from it but
2: so like, do um, the people do the people that aren't verified on the team? Are they they the one filling up the bottles and stuff? Like, are they just donkeys or like? So how does that work? Like in the in the room?
0: Like we don't like you know we like we have a rule like no phones in the locker room so it's like you know there's nothing going on really there but I'm the one that has to pick up the pucks and the water bottles just because I'm still a schmelt, I haven't even played a full season of juniors so like there's that but you know (laughs) the boys are all good like obviously they're like way smarter and cooler than i am but you know that's kind of how it goes
1: all right uh well thank you very much for taking the time out of your day to sit down and talk with us on the wet jeans podcast we really appreciate it
0: yeah for sure uh definitely stay hot on twitter and uh keep giving keep dishing you a couple charity likes every now
2: and then. All right. Thanks, man. Yeah, I appreciate that. And this interview is brought to you by Enterprise. We will pick you up. Big news in Seattle. Yeah, so Seattle's going to get a team, which is dope. So, like, uh, I don't know. The name. The names looked really fucking stupid to me. But it's I actually didn't even see the list. But, yeah, it's not going to be cool. It's like the totems and... Oh, the someone, Sasquatches or someone something!
1: Someone texted me one of them. I can't remember, like the battalions or something. Was that one of them? I, I don't know. They're, They're just so bad. Have you ever seen the show Fraser? No. It should be. It should one hundred percent be called the Seattle Cranes. It's. It's about a guy that lives in Seattle. Cranes, like the bird. His name is Fraser Crane. Oh. But um, they could. Re- the name is going to be stupid, no matter what. They yep. at least have to have sick jerseys, like just full on kits, like. I think they're gonna stay with the the. Um, it's gonna be like blue, Se- and, yeah, the, like the Seattle because they Seahawks colors. Yeah, they should do the, like because I think the Seattle Sounders are like the same colors, like that green and blue. They should. St- those are six schemes. The only problem with that is they're like twenty miles
2: south of Vancouver, who have the same exact. Oh, uh, that, that is true. That'll be a cool rivalry, or a ri- I can't say that word, but that'll be cool. I mean, if they have an opportunity to make the jerseys and the name really cool, but knowing the NHL, like, they won't. Like, they got Weezer for the Winter Classic. And on Twitter, I posted about this, and, like, people, dudes in flannels, like, come out of the woodworks and are in my DM. am like, dude, Weezer's a good band, dude. Like, fucking Weezer, they're on the fucking Billboard charts. Like, I wasn't making fun of the actual band Weezer. I was making fun of that it's so NHL.
1: It's a super obscure choice. They love picking bands that Weezer... Weaver's like a, they, ha, they have a lot of good songs, but I don't remember the last song they came out with I, in I the last five years.
2: I don't have a problem with the band. I have, I was making fun of the fact that it's like such an NHL band. I don't know how they managed to get like the the most NHL bands ever. Like, it's just, they don't want to bump elbows with anybody. They just want to stay in their lane. We're going to get the most band, no criminal record, the most clean cut. Everyone has to have a fucking crew cut. Everyone has to have a fucking J-neck V, uh, j crew v neck on and not even v neck's a little bit too crazy yeah i was NHL, gonna say even that's a little neck and we're just gonna roll the show out and all of the dudes that are like 32 are gonna love it
1: vegas was the one that really pushed it on when they had uh logic rap but obviously it was fucking logic so like, yeah. it wasn't that big of a branch out but yeah like this is i, I could have saw this coming who was it last year do you remember no which it's probably, not
2: memorable. And, w- well, just like the Winter Classic. It's probably like fucking memorable.
1: Daughtry or Creed.
2: The NHL just sits in an office and they're like, all right, what are we going to do for a band, in, uh, a band? And they're just like, whatever it is, there can't be any nip slips. That's the only thing they're worried about. Yeah. Like, when does Nicki Minaj ever perform at NHL concert?
1: Imagine if Cardi B did
2: it. That'd be so Cardi B is a baller. huge hockey fan. Is she? Yeah. She has season tickets to the Rangers. Rangers? Yeah. But they, like, no women ever perform because the NHL is terrified of nip slips. They're... I'm convinced that that's their main priority. I'm surprised that NHL even allows arenas to... to Like, I think all arenas, the NHL... I'm surprised they're not all in, like, residential gated communities. Like, the actual arena? Yeah, yeah I mean, like, the whole arenas. I can't believe they let arenas in cities.
1: Yeah, I can't believe there's even, like... I've, the New Jersey Devils are in Newark, aren't they? Which is Newark is
2: that. a fucking hellhole. Yeah. Holy I'm shit. i sure I
1: drove through there a few times. Had, I went to... Was that the... The train station there once, and it's not nice.
2: I was at Dunkin' Donuts going through, and I ordered a coffee in Newark, like right outside of Prudential Center, and the Dunkin' Donuts worker robbed me through the thing. Seriously? Yeah. Just pulled out a gun, said 438, and you're not getting your coffee, and I just gave him it and, and left. He robbed you for the price that your coffee cost? Yep. Just like pointed a gun at my fucking head. And, he didn't, and you didn't even get the coffee? No. Like he was just robbing everyone. Wait,
1: wouldn't if you if he just didn't say anything, you would have already gave him your money, right? And he could have just kept it. Yeah, but he did. He decided to pull his gun out and, and rob you of the money you were already going to hand to him. Yeah, damn, New York is tough. New, it's fucking, it's a,
2: it's it's a, it's a crazy. Actually, place I over think there. that's
1: just the Dunkin' Donuts thing. I'm pretty sure because I've been robbed at 13 different Dunkin' Donuts nationwide. Really? Yeah. Gotta look into
2: that. Uh, it's brought to you by Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin' Donuts. We will rob you. Runs on Duncan. America runs on Dunkin'. America runs on Dunkin'. America robs on Dunkin'. Um, anyway, what else happened? Oh, Colton Pareko, did you see that video? Three-on-three three overtime. He's standing behind his own net. The ref goes, move it! Oh, yeah, I did, I did. And he just fucking looks at him and goes, I can do whatever I want! Like, the ref just absolutely... The ref's ball sack must have shriveled up and went right back up into his stomach. It probably looked like two raisins. Yeah, stop Dude, trying to tell. Stop trying to dictate the pace in three on three. Like he has to make a good decision.
1: What is he just gonna just launch a, a like a cross ice pass? Yeah, I'll move it in this five minute overtime three on three. Why does the ref care?
2: I don't know. I that was a weird thing with me. I know they want the game to move, but it's overtime. He has to make a yeah. good decision.
1: I mean, because I've I've I heard refs say that before. Like when there's a scrum in the corner and the puck's like stuck in skates, and they just they just yell move it or whatever. I kind of yeah. get that. We just like get the puck out. But in this situation, why does the why does the ref <laughs> care? Like. You have to be so careful with the puck in a three-on-three. It just doesn't make any sense. I, I love just, that he yelled back. I love that and he
2: yelled back, yeah. I can do whatever I want.
1: You, I wish he said, fuck you. Because it it's the Blues, right? Yeah. They don't give a fuck this year. I no. love it because they're so goddamn bad. Like, obviously, you saw the fight in the
2: practice. You see, Bertuzzo got a contract, too. He did? He got a three-year extension, like, two days ago. And I was like, oh, is it because he beat the shit out of his teammate? Even though yeah. that shit happens
1: all the time, though. Like, oh, yeah. Just some, dude, some pussy was videotaped. He was trying it. to hurt him. Yeah, he um, was really... Really? Like, swinging back. I don't think uh, Sanford was really swinging back. Like, he was probably like, oh, shit, we're in a practice. What's going on? I've seen, yeah, he was really trying to hurt him. Just, like, did you see the video of that kid chopping that kid's back in half? I honestly didn't want to, I didn't watch it because I just, that shit ruins hockey.
2: Okay, it was absolutely out of control. There's no one at the game. I found out it was in Texas, which is hilarious. Oh, that makes sense. I've never seen a ring set up like this. It looked like it was in someone's garage. And this kid is taking his stick like a fuck, like he's chopping wood and just goes boom boom on the kid's fucking spine like dude what are you doing like are you okay i
1: mean that's clearly a kid that never played any competitive hockey i can tell you that's no was texas yeah was oh like, true yeah
2: i mean high school hockey in texas It just was it you're high wasting your time like go smoke weed or something yeah mm. well i'm pretty sure it was high school like do you play football i don't know it it was pretty vicious it was that's fucking wild. Not all man. those kids played
1: football I mean, yeah, I didn't know there was any – there any? there's no way there's an NHL hockey player from Texas right now, right? No, I think there is. I think Seth Jones is from Texas. He is? Yeah. Oh, but he doesn't count because his dad was like an NBA all-star. Or was he? Like I think his dad was in the NBA. He's good. He's fucking good. Speaking of football, the NFL needs more commercials. I, I, I just – I hate when there's too much gameplay. Like I, I just think NFL needs – you know what I like that they're doing now? During the play, like they don't cut away from the play, they just go to a smaller screen and they play an ad on the the right side of the screen while the play, like in between plays. Because I just sometimes I feel like I'm not getting enough ads. I don't see enough on Instagram or any other uh, platform. Yep. So they, they'll just pump some ads into my face while I can watch while the sports are in the background. I love that.
2: They do need more. They need a couple of things. They need more commercials and they need more announcers. Announcers that are ex players that talk about themselves. Yeah, it is outrageous in football. Like Jason Witten, I forget what he was on. He was on like Monday Night Football. Yeah, he does Monday Night, and he was talking about his career the whole fucking night. Literally the whole fucking night. He he would not stop. Oh well, back when I played with him, he liked to do this, dude. Shut the fuck up, dude. Like I'm, I'm watching the game for the game that's happening now, not your whole career. And I noticed it kind of a pattern, like. I actually do like Tom- Tony Romo. I like him a lot because he teaches you a lot of shit. I think he's good at his job. But there's other guys that are nonstop, and I notice it in the NFL. It's, the guys are always talking about their own career, and it makes sense because I don't know if they're, I don't know if they're most like cocky athletes in sports. You can't really say that. I mean, there's cocky athletes in every league, but the extent that those guys talk about themselves, it just makes me want to. Dive headfirst out of a window. It makes me want to go get to Dunkin' Donuts and eat, like, a breakfast sandwich from there. Oh, my God. And that's probably one of the worst things you could do. It's it's, it's not real it's food. It's essentially playing Russian roulette. Would you rather play Russian roulette or eat a breakfast sandwich from Dunkin' Donuts from, like, a Newark Dunkin' Donuts? Hmm. So there's one bullet in a six-chamber... Thing. Yeah, there's one bullet. You spin around, like you have a one in six chance of blowing your fucking brains out.
1: Okay, and then what are the odds you dying from the Dunkin'? is probably around the same.
2: Um, I'd say, yeah.
1: I'd probably choose the Russian last diarrhea. That's true. There, I mean, there's
2: gonna be some, but I'll be dead. Yeah, I, I, I would honestly flip a coin over it because Dunkin' Donuts is they've really gone downhill and i know mass new england people love it and i'm going to get i'm going to get some heat for this cuz massachusetts kids have nothing to do but be mad they're so good at being angry uh, it's make a career out of it like bill burr right like he's from mass i think it's weather driven shitty I, weather yeah i mean not
1: cuz i'm from new england and there's a lot to be angry about just like and but it's like cuz you can't control it it's just weather so like Waking up every day in the winter, knowing that you have to shovel off your car, just turns
2: you into a cynic bastard. Like, right? I just. No wonder all those kids get, and including myself, just bury themselves in twisted tea. Yeah, that's the
1: reason why. Like, I think New Hampshire, or I think, I think it was something. Might have been New Hampshire has like that area has like the kids start drinking at the youngest. Because like, what the fuck else are you five or six years old? Yeah, around six is when mo- most uh, New England people start
2: drinking. The worst point in my life was when I had a Jeep Patriot with New York license plates, and I was living in Massachusetts for hockey. Driving like was terrifying. I just you just gotta brace yourself. That was right, have at the a pinnacle couple of, drinks of your bad before, driving. Just kidding. What?
1: That was at the pinnacle of your bad driving. Though. Yeah. I remember some wild shit. Because I mean, it was your—it was a cheap Patriot, so you just treated it like a garbage can. Like who yep. cares?
2: Yeah, treat it like absolute shit. But the New York plates. So New York makes you get the plates on the front and the back, so there's no hiding. And people would flip me off. They'd—they'd they'd really hurt my feelings. Really driving? Yeah, it was a nightmare. I like, and I already—not that I was a bad driver, but I was super reckless. Like I did not care. Yeah. Like if it's a, if it's a red light and there's no one there, like I'm going.
1: You sort of—I remember specifically, you sort of—you were, like, aware of the red lights. You'd slow down, but it wouldn't stop you from going. You would just be—like, it would slow slow you down. You'd kind of treat it like a half-stop sign, and you'd
2: just keep going. Well, if there's no one around, yeah, I mean, why why stop? That's true. There's no cameras on the lights. Good point. Right? So you might as well go. But, yeah, that was a crazy—that was a crazy time, especially because I was billeting there, and everyone (laughs) else— Everyone else, like my Billet family, obviously all their callers are Massachusetts. And like my car is New York plate, like wide open in the driveway. But let's talk about something more interesting. Like when you got kicked off Venmo for. I got kicked just off Venmo. You, tell, you take here, take the wheel. And I think it was my junior year at ASU. I was Venmoing
1: my uh, Jamie for God knows what. And I just put the caption out because I thought it was funny. And I put Isis Barbecue. Because I thought it'd be funny, like just imagining ISIS having a barbecue and like I don't know, laughing, using,
2: having a good time. Yeah, just
1: having a great time, like just showing how much they appreciate their employees. And then so I so I sent it to him, and then he said he never got it. And then I looked in my email; my Venmo was shut down. I got an email from the Department of Treasury and like the U.S. government saying, like, asking me to explain my recent Venmo transaction. <laughs> And I and they said they were they were keeping the money and they were I was getting kicked off Venmo for an undisclosed amount of time and I had to like contact them back explaining what the money was actually for and like I had to tell them that I was just joking around because I was hilarious
2: and they just so they were assuming that you were a member of ISIS and ISIS was having a get together and you were just Venmoing for like the.
1: The, just, you know, the just burgers. the potato salad. Yeah, I actually thought about how salad. funny it
2: would be if you went to an ISIS barbecue and they
1: they had American cheese. I don't think they would. You don't think they would? No. It would be funny though. It would be funny though. Like, what do you, what do you guys want? You guys like American? They'll be like, oh, 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 Tim, American, no cheese on yours, Tim.
2: Tim. <laughs> I think there's a guy in ISIS named Tim. There actually might be. What's up Timmy.
1: Timmy, Timmy, hey, how's it okay. going, you motherfucker? Yeah,
2: dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right, is that it? Yeah. All right. We're done with this shit. now my dad's gay now. My dad's gay now. My dad's gay, my dad's my dad's
0: gay, my dad's gay, my dad's gay now.